The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey, fellow DJs, do you want to own a piece of a premium sports book and casino? Well, now's your chance because Moonbet gives you an opportunity to do just that by holding their MBET crypto tokens. The best part? They're now holding a Moonbet lottery where you can win. $1,500 worth of tokens. Head over to moonbet.org and purchase tokens for your automatic entry. If you use the link in the description, they'll know that you're a true DGEN. Eclipse the competition and make some money, fools. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Friday after the Daily Show, which can only mean we're talking UFC, but it's been a while. What's going on, James? I'm doing very well, thank you. How about yourself, mate? Uh, not too bad. So, James, you're going to have to tell us why we haven't been doing a UFC show lately. <clears throat> it's just been a combination of everything, really. I mean, I've been a bit, I think last weekend I was a bit under the weather. Um, as you can hear from my voice now, I'm still a bit under the weather. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I finally managed to get a job within journalism. So, yeah, that, that you know, that's the personal news. And I believe I start end of next month or early October. So I'm looking forward to it. Man, looking forward to it. Looking forward to reading what you say, and then I can use, I can talk about it on the show, and 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 you know, talk some shit. Yeah, yeah, just absolutely roast it. Like, you, know, <laughs> yeah. you you can have no idea what's happening in that local area, but as long as it's me writing it, you'll you know feel free to abuse it. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, you're, <laughs> you're part of the you're, you're part of the journalism now, so you're you're fair game. Yeah, no, I know. You know, I've signed up for the journalism industry. I know what I'm going to get myself into. <laughs> <laughs> sheer abuse on a daily basis so we are already get that now <laughs> yeah we're talking ufc and we're going to talk about the main fights you know saturday but first yeah i think we're gonna have a live look in to an amateur yeah, the main and, fights right now yeah there's an amateur fight going on that many of you may not be aware of but uh our man mason he's stepping into the octagon right now well, actually he's already on the canvas right now it's been 10 yeah, seconds yeah, into yeah, the fight on our screens yeah 10 seconds into the fight I, I've never seen a UFC fighter or MMA fighter scream like this in pain. So, yeah, I know. I thought Conor McGregor's, you know, leg snap when he screamed. I thought that was loud, but no. I mean, he's fighting over in Manchester, Mason, and I'm all the way down south, and even I could hear Mason scream right now. <laughs> I've never seen a human body like, twist like that and bend. It's just, it's incredible. 
No, and I mean, you know, for the last couple of months or so, you know, he, you can see he was posting on social media that he was ready for the fight. He was ready for a big debut, and I mean, he got ten seconds. <laughs> what's his What's his next excuse going to be? <laughs> well, he got the experience. That's it. Now he's going to be in traction yes. for a few months. Yeah, yeah, he's probably gonna suffer from a lot of pain in the next couple of months. He's probably going to get like a medical suspension where you know he can't get into the gym or you know throw a, a hook or hit the bags or hit the pads for the next year or so because it's taken its toll that badly. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, the human but spine. No, I mean, I, yeah, fair play to him. Yeah. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> Does NHS cover all that? You know, you getting pummeled like this? They can only cover so much. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, we'll keep an eye on that. See if Mason has a he has a comeback at all. But uh, yeah, Absolutely. let's talk about some Love UFC them. this weekend, boy. Yeah, obviously, you know we we've actually got some proper fighting this weekend. Uh, an interesting featherweight bout between Edson Barboza and Giga Chikadze. Now, <clears throat> I'm thoroughly looking forward to this one. You know, I mean, last weekend it was it was a bit of an odd one between Jai Cannonier and Calvin Gaslam. It's just weird view. And we got, you know, a couple of good individual performances in the main event. It was what I expected, to be honest. I thought Cannonier would sort of come out and get the job done. I thought he was going to get the knockout. Uh, even though Calvin Gaslam lost, you know, he showed glimpses. But, you know, forget about that. That was last weekend. This weekend, we've got two featherweights who, you know, match up very similarly. Adson Barboza, he's coming off of that win over Shane Burgos, which was probably one of his best performances, certainly in a while, because before the win over Burgos and uh, Amakani, he was on three losses in a row to Danny Gay, Paul Felder, and Justin Gaethje. So to be on a two-fight win streak, he's only going to... He's got the sheer momentum on his uh, behind him right now, and that's for Giga Chikadze. I mean, what a sensational talent he is. Every time he sets foot inside the octagon, he just puts on this sheer, you know, spectacle and this sheer striking clinic. He last fought, I believe, four months ago, three or four months ago, Kate Swanson knocked him out in the first round. So this has got all the ingredients of a real, you know, mouthwater main event. And Shane Burgos, uh, sorry, Edson Barboza split his last 10 fights. And as I said, he's coming off with that win over Burgos. And he's just, he's a sheer striker at heart. You know, he lands four significant strikes per minute. He's got a great takedown defense. But personally, you know, we can completely forget about that this weekend. Both men are just going to sort of swing for the bleachers. Barboza is known for his leg work and, in my opinion, is one of the best in the business in terms of his leg kicks. He's got a deep kickboxing background and has a bat belt in uh, taekwondo. If you allow Barboza to stand up and fight from the outside, I personally believe he's just going to pick any opponent apart and just chop them away until they can't move. He's got a black belt in Muay Thai and a black belt in BJJ as well. So he's a true mixed martial artist and despite being 35 years of age, I mean, uh, this is probably the best he's ever been since he dropped back down to, well, dropped down to featherweight. You know, he didn't have much luck at lightweight, but now if he can get a win over Giga Chikadze, that's only going to do wonders for his career. And speaking of Chikadze, he's now 6-1 and one under the UFC banner. He's not uh, lost a fight since his Dana White Contender Series. And like I said, he's very similar to Barboza. He's long, he's a rangy fighter with a black belt and karate and has a deep kickboxing background like Barboza. He tends to use his distance well and uses his legs mostly standing up and can mix in a punch here or there. 
he's most deadly with his legs like Barbosa and he doesn't take a lot of damage because he's very quick with his footwork and again like Barbosa has got a decent takedown but expects most of the fights to take place standing up and with that being said as I alluded to earlier they've got two very similar styles it's just oh it's tough to call you know there's going to be a lot of leg kicks believe me thrown in this weekend <laughs> I'm probably going to back Edson Barboza by decision. I think many people are sleeping on Edson this weekend, but I think he's obviously the more experienced fighter. I know Giga Chikadze has just got the sheer momentum right now. He's on an absolute roll. I love watching Giga every time he fights, but this is his biggest test. Well, this will be his biggest and most toughest test of his career. Can he sort of surpass and get the job done over Edson Barboza? I'm not too sure. So I'm going to go for Barboza by decision. All right. Well, I'm sleeping on him. That's for sure. Because I like, <laughs> there's a surprise. Yeah. I like Giga, Giga in this one, man. Um, it's uh, some books still have it as a plus line, plus one or two Barbosa mm-hmm. minus 117, but I've seen other books already shift where it's negative both sides. Barbosa is the slight favorite at like minus 120, minus 105 in that range. So, but I know, I think there's a, I do think Giga's Giga, Giga. How do you say it? Giga. Giga. I want to say Giga. Giga. Uh, Giga. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna do it. I, I'm gonna go Giga TKO, man. Mm. I, you know, I, I look at this. It just seems to me this one screams early finish. I know you like decision. Really? This one looks. Yeah. There's gonna be a lot of going on here. No, no, I believe you in that. I mean, I think early on it's probably going to be a bit of a tactical chess match because, as yeah. I said, you know, they're both similar in their approach and they just want to, you know, get one round or two under their belt just to sort of feel one another out. And maybe we'll see a late finish, but I don't know. I'll be, I really will be surprised if the fight does end early. We just never know. Okay, that's fine. You don't have to agree with me. You don't have to. Yeah, be, that's your opinion. You don't have to be right. You don't have to be right. It's fine. <laughs> All right. We'll see. Come Sunday morning. Next up, what do you got? Next up, I've got the tough finale with the middleweights between Brian Battle versus Gilbert Urbina. And originally on paper, this wasn't the original finale match. I think the team for uh, Volkanovski's battle was originally slated to face uh, Treshan Gore, uh, the last man standing from Team Ortega. But Urbina, who failed to go on the semis, got the call up after the latter injured his knee. So, you know, here we are with Battle versus Urbina. Personally, I think Obinia's greatest strength lies on the ground where he scored all three professional finishes and basically ran over Gilmore in the quarterfinals. Getting battle, there's no mean you know, feat. However, he has managed to wear Petrovsky down. I, just, I think he'll do his best damage on the mat. And as I said, Obinia spent most of his fights on the mat. And it's, it's tough to call. I think with battle, he's got such a weird stance and... Despite Obinia being the taller of the two, I think if Obinia can blend in that stand-up and that wrestling, he has the potential to hold his own. But with that being said, when you look at Obinia over the past couple of years or so in his professional career, he spent most of his professional tenure at 170 at welterweight, whilst battles fought exclusively at or above 185 pounds during his pro and amateur runs. Obinia is a grand lad and came in around 176 in his last pro fight, so he's not used to dealing with men the size of Battle. I think Volkanovski tabbed and tipped Battle to go all the way and win it all. And I don't know, I can't say I disagree with Volkanovski on this one. I think he cruises his way to a sprawl and broad decision for me, and I think he will get that illustrious UFC contract. So I'm going to go for a battle via decision. Decision. Okay. We're back on the same page. I love this play. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're absolutely right. I think battle wins. He's minus 
175 thereabouts it's a little little bit of a little bit of a cost but i don't think it's i don't think it's too expensive at all uh minus 175 minus 163 even some places i i would bet battle to win the fight but i i do think you're right i do think this one probably goes decision mm. so yeah I, I like this one at all right next up what are we looking at Next up, I believe I've got the next and the final or the first uh, finale at Bantamweight this time between Ricky Tukios and uh, Brady Gestan. Both these men have impressed mightily in the Ultimate Fighter House, turning some absolute spectacle performances of, off of anyone on the show, really. Um, Tokios's mad offences and relentless pace has just sort of proved too much for Team Ortega's best while young uh, gun in uh, Brady stand has just sort of shown that admirable ability to power through adversity despite you know barely old enough to to be able to drink I think how old is he at the top of my head I think he's <laughs> 22 <laughs> so you know he's a young fighter he's five and one in his professional career so even if he does lose this weekend there's still an opportunity to sort of burst through and in the ranks and you know he'll probably have to go into another uh, MMA scene before he potentially gets another shot at the UFC so I think this is going to be a good one on paper um, like the the middleweight fight I think this one will go the distance because again at the end of the day I know they're going to want to put on a real spectacle however they're going to be very cautious in their approach because they're so desperate for that you know illustrious UFC contract that will ultimately change their lives even though these two men have shown and put on some cracking performances in the ultimate uh, fighter you know this is going to be their biggest test of their career so they're just going to be a bit cautious in their approach and I think with Zerkios's cardio that's probably his fiercest weapon however he hasn't really developed the technique to utilize it to the foot to its fullest if you know mm -hmm, what I mean mm -hmm. whereas with Brady you know he's decent enough to handle himself on the feet and personally out of the wrestling stance I think Brady is probably the more stronger wrestler of the two if both men are fresh, I think he'll probably try and stay afloat in the striking Brady and sort of try and drag Tokyo to the mat at any time during the their fight, wherever it goes. And I t the question is, can Brady stay fresh? You know, he can dig and he can deep to get past these tough fighters, as we've seen throughout the series. But ultimately, I'm probably going to go for Ricky Tokyo in this one just because he's got that more experience. You know, he's six years older than Brady and He's fought um, seven more times in his professional career, so I believe he does have enough to get the job done. However, with that being said, it really will be a good back-and-forth action, I think, because they're both so desperate to earn that contract. So I'm going to go for Tokyo's by decision. Decision, yeah. Minus 152, Ricky is. Uh, Brady's, what, plus 132, thereabouts? Mm. So it's a, it's a little chalky there, but not too bad. But I just don't like this fight. Uh, I'm not gonna it's bet. An awkward one. I'm not gonna bet this one. I'm leaning no. towards Brady just because he's there's a little bit of value on the plus one thirty two, and I think this. I think you're right. This one looks looks to be heading towards a decision. So I mean, yeah. God only knows. We talk about this every time we you know we speak. It's just like you don't know where the judges' heads are going to be at. <laughs> no, no, exactly. So I'll lean Brady here. I I, I really don't like this fight. I don't want. I don't want to bet at all. You sure? Oh, I'm sure. I don't like this one. <laughs> I think I will bet the next one you got though. What are we looking at? Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The next one, uh, are we on the same page with uh, Kevin Lee versus Daniel Rodriguez? Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. I just I honestly don't know with this one. It's, it's always hard to predict how Lee will turn up. He seems to have the same chance of being humbled and creating a highlight real finish. <laughs> you know, I want to wait. It's, it's a dumb one because the only time he's fought at welterweight was against Rafael de Sanos and, you know, we all saw, saw what happened there. Rodriguez steps up providing a, a different stylistic matchup. I personally believe he's the better striker and obviously being at welterweight traditionally, he will be the big and taller man and I think he's got a three-inch reach advantage. Rodriguez is no doubt an excellent striker and is incredibly durable. You know, despite that head kick from hell that Lee delivered a couple of years back against uh, Gregor Gillespie, I think I've got to back Rodriguez in the stand-up battle because, you know, he'll be able to take Kevin Lee's shots early on. And I think with that being said, you know, despite Kevin Lee or Rodriguez wanting the fight to stay standing, I think he's got to be a bit cautious of Kevin Lee's wrestling game because obviously predominantly Kevin Lee's bread and butter is his wrestling and ground game. So if Rodriguez can keep the fight standing, he can ultimately look for the knockout. And I genuinely believe that Daniel uh, Rodriguez will get the knockout. I just, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Kevin Lee, if I'm going to be honest with you. I think Rodriguez will threaten with the leg kicks and that, you know, sturdy jab early on and ultimately potentially get a secure, a nice little first round and then get the finish in the second I just think Lee does have the, the technique and the strength to control Rodriguez on the map and put him on his back at any opportunity. It's just a case of whether or not he can get the fight to the floor because Rodriguez has all the momentum right now and Lee is coming off of uh, uh, back from that ACL tear in both knees. And, you know, they can be career threateners and, you know, regardless of what sport or 
what you know, with regardless of what sport or organisation you compete under, you know, if, it, if that happens in football, it could be a real life changer. You might not be able to play again. It's probably the same with MMA. If you get in and torn ACL and in, in one knee, let alone both knees, it's always going to be difficult to come back at the top of your game and still produce highlight reel finishes because you're always cautious of that ACL, you know, mm-hmm. damaging again. So. I don't know what to expect from Kevin Lee on this one, so I'm probably going to bet Daniel Rodriguez by a second round knockout on this one. TKO in the second. All right. Mm. Gotcha. Man, this, you're right. This is an interesting fight. And I ended up taking... Uh, I'm going to follow you on Daniel Rodriguez just because mm. I think there's the value there. Yeah. I, it looks to me like Kevin Lee's going to win the fight, but he's, uh, you know, sitting... He's sitting... What is it? Minus... Yeah, like minus 144, minus 150. Maybe it's a little too high to trust Kevin Lee. Just just a little bit. So I, I think the value is in Daniel Rodriguez, you know, plus 125. Some books only have it at plus 115. So I like it, man. Yeah, no, I want a piece of that, too. I'm going to follow you. I'm going to bet yeah. bet Rodriguez to win the fight just because it's catching a plus line. And I'll, I'll, you know, TKO in parentheses here with you. Mm, yeah, perfect. All right. Well, so far, so good. Let's see if we can just dis- <laughs> yeah let's change we'll disagree somewhere coming up let's do it the final fight i've got is between lesio de Chirico versus abdul razak al hassan and you know respect you know for both fighters really because i believe at the top of my head uh de Chirico was supposed to fight uh tab versus uh Krisev. i probably butchered that you know with Chris had withdrawing due to an injury and Al Hassan was supposed to fight Antonio Braga Neto. Neto was forced to pull out due to an injury and I think Al Hassan's opponent then Neto hasn't fought in three years, I believe, in MMA. So it's probably good that Al Hassan's getting a more recent fighter who's fought consistently in Alessio de Chucchio. This is going to be a, a, an interesting fight, to say at least. I think Al Hassan deserves a lot of credit for taking this fight because DiCicco is much tougher opponent than Neto. Uh, the Italian in Alessio DiCicco has more strings to his bow and he's extremely well-rounded. You know, he's a top nominal striker and he's got that grappling prowess to sort of back up his striking ability as well. And Al-Hassan, I'm sure, would have been working on his takedown defense during his training camp. But, you know, it's, it's unlikely to be enough to avoid getting dragged down to the canvas by Dietrichio because he is just such a, a phenomenal grappler. I expect Al Hassan to sort of be calm and cautious in his approach, but sort of swing for the bleachers early on. And whenever Dietrichio is in range, and I suspect, you know, after the first round, Al Hassan will probably start to tie because we have seen his cardio issues come into full swing in any of his fights, really. You look at his the last couple of fights when he's lost, he'll swing for the bleachers early on and come round two and three. He just won't have that same energy as he did in round one. With that being said, Al Hassan does have the explosiveness and the power to knock Alessio out with one hit. But I just think Dietrichio is just too smart and too experienced to get caught up in that and eventually he'll wear Al Hassan down, use his grappling and probably earn himself a comfortable decision win. So I'm going to go for Dietrichio by decision. By decision. I agree with you, man. <laughs> I agree with you 100%. What's happening this week? I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, Alessio is minus 240, so pretty serious favorite. And it looks like, you know, the money's just been grabbing it and running with it. Uh, it looks like everyone mm. likes Alessio an awful lot, and I, I'm not going to disagree. <laughs> I'm going to bet him to win the fight. At the minus 240, 
even the you know the primitive numbers I run, he still covers that pretty easily. This looks to be very mm. one-sided. Not the most one-sided fight of the night. There's two others. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we'll touch on that. Oh, yeah, we should talk about those. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree with you. Decision, Alessio. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll do it. Maybe I even throw a little money on the decision just to catch a, some value. But I, I like the decision mm. play an awful lot. Is that all you have? Is there anything else? That's, that's all I've got. So, right. you know, take it away. I'm sure there's fights you want to talk about. There is a couple of fights I want to talk about. Let me see here. I'm pulling up the most... Find it. There we go. Uh, I want to look at... Sam Sam Ivy versus Wellington Terman Thurman Terman whatever. There's no T, there's no H in there, so it's Terman, right? Yeah, I'm guessing so. Yeah, where's the H? It, it doesn't matter. He's Terman doesn't have an H, but he has a W. He's going to beat Sam I, Alvey pretty handily, I think. It's only minus one twenty five at Pinnacle, and I think it's yeah, it's roughly the same everywhere else. I like this play an awful lot. This it's deceptive. I I. I I have it much worse than minus 125 for Wellington here. So I'm going to bet Wellington, play the minus 125. Got no problem with that. Uh, whew, method here. Mm, I don't know. Uh, I'll go f decision. I don't know. It's probably going to be a finish, right? Yeah. You think no, I mean, I, I think it'll be decision as well. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to stay off this fight because both men are in such sort of Tired form right now you know sam Elby <laughs> has not won a fight in over three years yeah and uh, wellington terman again he's you know he's 25 years of age and he's, he's fought a lot of times i think he's fought over 20 professional times and under his belt and he's on a two-fight losing streak last month to bruno silva was a tk grand and pound so I, I honestly don't know how to call this if i'm going to bet on this one i'm probably going to bet wellington terman via decision as of right now, both men are just in poor form. However, I'm probably going to back the more youthful fighter in Wellington Terman, just sort of try and get the job done. Because at this rate, you know, if you get a Sam Alvey handed to you, with no disrespect to Sam Alvey, you know, you, you're sort of guaranteed a double nut one uh, this weekend. So, yeah, I'm probably going to go for Terman by decision, but it's not going to be the best of fights. On no, it's not. It's not going to be. Are you <laughs> going? Are you actually going to bet it? Or are you just? Uh... Yeah, I'll back Term. I'll back Terman by decision. I'll bet it. Oh. In. Another one I think is it's chalky, but I don't think it's mm. chalky enough. Is uh, let's see, Guido Cantani, Canti, Caniti, Canetti, Canetti, whatever, versus <laughs> Mana Martinez. We don't need to know Guido's name because it doesn't matter. Mana Martinez is going to win. It's minus two sixty seven, so it's chalky as shit. But man, I do think Mana comes in, dominates, absolutely dominates. So I have no fear about laying the minus two sixty seven. I need to see what the odds are for an early finish because I think this is a one-sided beatdown. What do you mm. think? No, no, I totally agree with you. I think this will be a one-sided. There's a reason why Mano Martinez is such a huge favorite, even though this is his UFC debut. Can I see with that being said, only fought once, or no, sorry, twice in the UFC. Oh no, he's fought a couple of times in the UFC, but he hasn't fought you know as often as we should. And I've just pulled it up here. He's been fighting the UFC for over six years, but despite being 41 years of age, He's still only fought like 14 times of his, in his professional career, 13, 14 times. So that sort of speaks volumes, doesn't it? Mano Martinez should go out and get the job done. I think Gennetti can be grateful that he's not fighting the submission artist. You know, Mano Martinez will just go out there and just sort of swing for the bleachers and look for the early knockout finish. Whereas you look at Gennetti's you know, last couple of losses, 
submission loss to Marlon Vera, submission loss to Kyung Ho Kan. So we can be a bit grateful for finding a knockout artist in Mano Martinez. But with that being said, you're still probably going to get knocked out. So I'm going to go for Mano Martinez via a first round TKO. I just think it will just explode through him I, and secure an, a sensational UFC debut. Hard, hard to argue with that. You're going to no. bet that one, I assume, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it looks. It just looks to be very one-sided, but it's not the mm. most one-sided fight of the night. Still, <laughs> um, that's all I have to bet. Let's just talk about yeah. two fights real quick and see if we actually can decide to do this or not. Uh, yeah. First off, I want to look at Andre Petrovsky versus Michael Gilmore. Petrovsky's minus five twenty. I mean, it's you got to pay a lot here, but Petrovsky's going to kill him, right? Just kill him. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> This, this, this is a tough one for Gilmore. I really do feel for him. I think Petrovsky's a very strong wrestler with great jiu-jitsu. And you look at Gilmore, he has such a poor takedown defense. And I can just see Petrovsky ragdolling Gilmore around and before wrapping up submission any time, really. You know, he can get a job done whenever, whatever time he wants, really. I think Gilmore's a more powerful striker. And if he pays him and makes it into the third round, you never know. You can capitalize on Petrovsky's gas tank or lack of, but I can't see that happening. I just think Petrovsky will land the early takedown and potentially get his early submission under his belt. So I'm going to back Petrovsky by a first round submission. You think uh, sub- you think submission might be the play here? <clears throat> yeah, submission, in my opinion, is definitely the play. Ooh, okay. Let's see. I Decision, just trying to find, or uh, submission. Yeah. Oh, it's plus 105. Plus 105 for decision or of submission. Excuse me. Yeah. Man, man, that may be what you want to look at. Throw a little bit of money on a submission win here because, yeah, this looks to be a one sided fight and you don't want to lay that kind of money. <laughs> but submission plus 105, it's not bad. All right. Mm. So, something to take a look at. Another one that's even worse than that is. Uh, Surely not. <laughs> <laughs> you know which one we're talking about. No, no. <laughs> Mahmoud versus Gerald. Uh, it's going to be a long day for Gerald. Well, maybe not a long day. It's going to be a brutal day for Gerald. It's going to be a short day at the office. <laughs> and not in his favor. No, Mahmoud is minus 630. That's like one of the best lines I could find. Is yeah. there any value here on Mahmoud at all? At the, you know, are, you gonna, are you willing to lay 630 to win 100 here? There's, there's certainly value on Mahmoud on this one. And there's, there's a reason why he's a heavy favorite going into this weekend. He's just a real knockout power, uh, knockout artist, and it just—I feel for Mirshaw a bit because it just seems like he's being fed yet another prospect. Because we've seen him before his last win against Fabinski, the loss before that was to Hamzat Chemaev, and we've seen Hamzat Chemaev, and unfortunately, you know, well, unfortunately, it won't be too long before we see him again because I'm a big a fan of Hamzat. Whereas this weekend, Mahmoud, he's just on an absolute roll right now. He's won his last five fights, and the majority of them have come by a former knockout. I believe four out of those five wins have come by a former knockout, and I expect him to to go out there and get a job done. I f- the, the, the game plan for Mearshot would be to try and get the fight to the floor as soon as possible. <laughs> Unfortunately for Mearshot, Murada does have a great takedown defense and will be able to struggle off the majority of the takedown attempts. So... I think Muradov will just be attempting to add to his highlight reel knockouts. And I think Mearshot, unfortunately, will make way for that and get knocked out early on. So I'm going to go for uh, Muradov in the first. Why not? First round. T- TKO in the first? Uh, I feel for Jared Mearshot. Yeah, I yeah. get it. Definitely. 
Yeah, I mean, TKO looks like it's the play. There is a little bit of, it, it, you don't have to pay so much. Minus 150 for a, mm. for a TKO at any round. So maybe that's what you want to look at. It's, I'm kind of thinking that too. I don't, I'm not going to lay that much money, even though it, no. it's, it's, it's pretty safe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we'll look at that. Maybe we'll parlay some, some, some of these fights together, maybe try and find some value. I don't know. Man. Yeah. We agreed a lot today. I'm very much surprised. You know, you, you know, you've clearly got your wits about you this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I don't think Mason has the uh, his wits about him. Look, they're, they're bringing the stretcher out now. Yeah, well, they're taking their time because, you know, 28 minutes ago, we were just talking about him getting knocked out in 10 seconds, but half an hour later, they still haven't brought out the stretcher. So it's slightly concerning, but now we can see it being brought on now, and yeah. we wish him a speedy recovery. Uh, yeah, man. Good luck, Mason. I know that spinal stuff, it, it takes a while to heal, you know, so. <laughs> Oh, poor bloke. <laughs> yeah, what would his mother be thinking right now? Oh, boy, howdy. Yeah. Feel <laughs> for the family. All right. Where can we where can we find you on Twitter, James? Uh, it's just still Evans James 99 I'm still reporting on a lot of stuff but, and UFC Deluxe. But if you want to sort of stick to the UFC stuff, I suggest you follow the UFC Deluxe because... On my personal, I'm just all about football right now because we've got the new season and the transfer window is just popping off. I mean, Cristiano Ronaldo is moving. Lionel Messi has moved and it's just absolutely crazy right now. It has to be the craziest you know, transfer market in the history of football. So, mm. yeah, my personal is popping off with regards to the football, but gotcha. if you want to stick to MMA, follow UFC Deluxe. UFC Deluxe. And Chelsea's going to repeat, right? We're going to win the Champions League, and we're also going to win the Premier League. Oh, you know we got big, we got big Rom up top, Romelu Lukaku, world class, and scored in his debut. So I can't be any more happier. And we're going to win it all. All right, regardless of uh, Man United's potential signing of Cristiano Ronaldo. There you go. All, if those names mean anything <laughs> to you, very good. It didn't mean anything to me. James, go away. Take care, mate. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.